Last time on The Lion and His Mane. I thought buffalo wings were made from buffaloes. Do I give myself the dream willy? Or do I give myself my own willy? Yeah. Hey, old boy, look at this thing I found. Oh, of course, yeah. because They I... thought it was fake, man. Yeah, of They're course. like, this isn't real. Like, you've, you've just stitched together. animals together, you, you sick people. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to ramble! Lackadaisical Leo and slain the buff oyster. Look at those fish that can come out of water for like up to an hour, or whatever it is. What? I, oh, you I mean Siamese fighting fish? The ones that actually walk, like they come out of the water and oh. they are like, they, they'll go to another source of water. Yeah, That's yeah. actually a thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, let me, let me do some Dr. Google. Do a little Google on that. The Siamese fighting fish have a, have, uh, genetically have a labyrinthine lung. So they actually take water from the, uh, they take air from outside of the water, but they can do both. So they can live in unoxygenated water because they will just take air from, you know, uh, from where we get air from, the air. But they can also breathe, and they still have gills, so they can still work the other way. But the male fighting fish, is it the males or the females? No, it's the, oh, I can't remember which one. But they, they go and they take air and they create bubbles underwater and create a, a bubble nest. They put their babies in there. So they procreate outside of their bodies. Ah. So they'll like fertilize those bubbles and then the male will come along and fertilize the buzz bubbles. It might be the female who does it because some one of them has to sit there and protect the bubble nest from the other one because yeah. the other one will try and eat it. That's um, crazy, bro. Yeah. There's, they're there's, a weird little fish, man. Dude, if, have you ever watched like, any videos on like deep sea fish? Yeah. I feel like it might be the angler fish. Big, big, massive one. Another blobby one. I'm not sure. Another big blobby one, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, the one I'm thinking it's got of. big juju lip. When it mates, the male literally just melts away and becomes in the female. Like, not just comes in the female, oh my like God. a regular reproduction. Like, his insides melt yeah. or something like that, and he becomes that. Oh, but, he it's crazy. He, he turns into his seed. Yeah, he, pretty much, man. Wow, that's that's a way of passing on your genes. Yeah. Here are all of them. <laughs> I am Fergus the Fourth, like, you know, great angler fish and yes, I've been alive for four generations because I just keep popping yeah, back. Yeah, up. it is me be I'm just I'm just doubling up on with someone else. It is me. I am I am the genes. <laughs> I am all of take all of me. Take all of me. Well there's a there's a huge fish that lives down um likes to swim down in deep water and it is a big, lumpy, dumb looking fish. And I watched a show once where a guy, you know, long-haired adventurer type, he's got a crocodile teeth necklace type of thing, and he's sitting on a little rowboat, and he says, well, one of the things about these fish is that they are extremely strong jaws. One of the things you don't want to do is get your arm stuck in its mouth. It will snap it in two. I'm going to go catch one of these without any breathing equipment and without any tools or a spear gun or anything. And you're like, oh, geez, how, these are big fish. Like, these are... These are huge, actually. How would I explain it? They're probably about a meter high and a meter and a half wide. Like they're big, big fishies. And so he swims down, and the cameras are watching him. He swims down, and you go, how's this guy going to, you know, barehanded catch this very, very large fish? And he swims right up to the front of it and starts punching it in the mouth. And, yes. <laughs> and we're like, hold on a second. You just said don't let it bite your arm. It opens its mouth to bite his arm, Right. And you think, oh, here comes a trick. This is the bit where he's going to yeah. catch a fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he just stuffs his arm all the way in its mouth. Wow. <laughs> he's literally just said on the boat, do, do not. not get your mouth, your arm stuck in this thing. So he, he punches his arm all the way into its mouth, 
grabs the other the outside of its head with his other hand yeah. and then starts to swim it upwards to the boat. And we're like, oh, hold on a second, mate. Yes, it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Bit this, of a we are, are living into a double standard. He's like the only one who catches them because everyone else is like, well, I can't. I've heard that you just, I mean, the only way to catch them is put your arm in its mouth. And I was told by this long-haired guy with a, you know, a crocodile necklace not to put my arm in its mouth. And he's just sitting there running the monopoly. He is, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Now, who wants some smelly deep-sea fish? <laughs> who wants some smelly deep-sea fish? Smell, tastes fishy and like chicken. <laughs> so I just read, so there's a couple of species of the anglerfish. One of them goes onto the female and never ever releases. But he literally becomes, as the article put it, a sperm factory for the female. Oh my God. And eventually he just wastes away to nothing. Uh, you ever seen the Futurama yes. episode, Death by Snoo Snoo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a good episode. It is good. I picked Snoo Snoo. <laughs> oh, oh, no, not again. Yeah, that is exactly right. <laughs> yeah, a little sperm factory strapped on your back. That is grotty. <laughs> it is, isn't it? I like being in prison. Oh, that's so worrying. Hey, um, oh. I've, I keep seeing the sign, and it, it got knocked down recently. I, one of those things that we do here at Radio Broadcasting School is obviously try to come up with content for our radio shows. And so everywhere we go, our eyes are peeled. And I have recently had the hardest time of remembering what I've seen. I do this thing where I get home and I go, oh, what was that? Oh, the personality piece when I was walking down the street and... Oh, there was there was a thing, and I've completely forgotten what the it was. The thing, and so I've seen this thing multiple times, um, and have forgotten every single time, which is really unfortunate for you know getting Alzheimer's at my age. Um, and but it's been knocked down now, so it's one of those voting the election signs. Yes, um, and I love I love this time of year when the when the signs go up because I love what people do to them. I also get really annoyed at what people do to them. <laughs> Um, there is some creativity that, that makes yeah, itself I, it is it is unique to election season it is it? yeah and it is yeah. amazing and you kind of you get this real kind of theme of the year the like, banksies of the world yeah it's out. what it's what us normal people have have like been storing up all throughout this political year that, that we just whip out on their on their signs and i think it's amazing but also sometimes it's really dumb like you know people going and spraying swastikas around is just dumb um but then people go to really far lengths to do quite amazing things. And a few years ago, one of them, I think it was when Paula Bennett was running for something. Hopefully she's just running from the cops at some point. But <laughs> so what they'd done is they'd gone to her billboard and they had changed the whole thing. Because there would be, I think there's a picture of Paula and there's a picture of John Key, right? Yeah. And Because he was the prime minister at the time. And so they like to put his face on his smug little grin on there and then have Paula up there um, practicing her smug little grin. And, and, you know, and that would advertise both of them. So what the person had done is they'd gone up and they painted over most of the board quite artistically. So what they'd done is they'd changed Paula and they'd drawn on different clothes for her and done her hair slightly different. And they just altered her in ways. Altered her? Yeah, altered her. Altered her, altered her. <laughs> and, uh, and had changed the writing to alter it and stuff like this. And, what did, <laughs> and you know, like, it was really good. Like, it was actually quite artistically Some amazing. Some real-life Photoshop. What they changed her into is they had um, made her into Cruella de Vil from oh. 101 Dalmatians. 101,001 Dalmatians? 101 Dalmatians, yeah. Yeah, and so... 
she had the you know the kind of spotty fur the black the black spots on the white fur coat she had like the the stripe in her hair she looked a little bit more manic and <laughs> they don't make up a bit but then on John Key he was they, the Dalmatian no they drew they made him look like a homeless person <laughs> so they they like covered pretty much everything up they've given him a beard they've given him like a beanie they you know gave him some warm clothes <laughs> a know, coffee cup and a hoodie and, and a jacket yeah like they've done the whole thing they give him the fingerless gloves like they just gone the whole length of it and it had said something like Paula Bennett takes the skin of the homeless to keep her warm or something like that <laughs> like she was making oh, clothes man. out of the homeless oh, it, was, man. it was amazing but so why why, why I, would you want to why <laughs> that was just so I don't funny. want no smelly sweater but it was just such an amazing sign but then it, when you see that you like that's what the community that's a kind of a community feeling about what the impression they're getting from Paula Bennett Isn't this is how she treats people so I've gone and done this to a sign which is amazing so the one I've seen recently that got knocked down it's just it's real basic it's compared to that <laughs> so it's another national sign and I think they were a bit slow on getting old Judith up on, on the sign. So it was, you know, one of those real old ones, which is just kind of like a tick, and it just says national tick us. Well, I think they could have just used uh, the Bride of Chucky advertisement from the early 90s <laughs> and just put a national logo on it. Yeah, it'd be a bit self-deprecating. We love it. You know, we, we, we'd have more respect for you. But so um, this one just had, and it, like this is really basic, but it kind of it really hit home, and I thought the wording was particularly powerful and smart right so it was just somebody got black spray paint and had just sprayed straight across the middle they didn't, they didn't try to do any art on it or anything they just wanted their message instead of what national was saying and it just said okay groomer <laughs> right so like we've got this whole okay boomer thing yeah, going that's on what i'm thinking yeah, yeah. what, what is groomer the groomer part comes from you know predatory people who groom oh, young people. Yes, yes, You know, yes. so they're, they're grooming them before they assault them and things like this. And we've recently had this national guy sending dick pics to a 19-year-old and they've got all the stuff coming out about MPs using their power and abusing it and having affairs and all this kinds of stuff in, in, in government. So to have OK Groomer was just an amazingly powerful message. And I was just, I wanted to clap, like walking down the road at how good it was. But at the same time, like that's it's a little sad because that's what our politics looks like at the moment. Like that's the impression that we're getting. Well, yeah, it's like you know the the whole world is a reality TV show right now. Oh know, gosh, isn't like, it? Yeah, it is. Like especially America. America. Normally, it's only America, really. Maybe a little bit of the UK. Boy, they but, run their celebrity like crazy, but everyone else follows it. Oh yeah, but I mean, yeah, ours is becoming that way too. Oh, he sent a dick pic. Well, she. I don't know what, but yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you know, like that's actually more our media. Like, you see the way that. That's the, true. The it, two is, MPs it is the media, it. isn't it? Yeah. Yes. I mean, they got that info in and they sent it to each other. Like, whether, whether Jacinda didn't like the process that Judith took or not, I don't know. I don't understand the details behind all of that. To me, they both got the info and handed it off to each other. Maybe Judith said to the media, I've handed it off to Jacinda or whatever. I don't know. But. The, the fact that they got the info and gave it straight away to the other people and said, Here's, this is something you need to deal with, I think, you know, and left them that, rather than going, oh my gosh, what a great thing we can explode in the media, which no doubt Trump would have been on his Twitter straight away about. Like, so I think our politicians are sticking to it, but it's more the media that is 
is culturing all of these smaller points and being enthusiastic about crap and it's like sort of making mountains out of molehills right yeah mountains out of molehills i mean it's that it's the whole celebrity crap i mean i was saying the other day i'd love to see an actual um big brother white house you know, oh, like, yeah. where they're all stuck in the White House because they are anyway. And Don has to go in the room. Well, guess what I did. And you just, every now and again, you just find them hiding in a room somewhere away from it all, tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and then, yeah. and they'll, Why they'll, didn't you just drink the bleach? They'll, they'll bring him in. You know, like, they'll bring it. He'll go to he'll go to a news conference and be like, that's a stupid question. That's that's an awful question. I can't believe you'd ask one of the greatest answerers of all time. I'm so tremendous at nobody answering questions. Nobody knows more about answers than me. And then yeah, nobody knows how to answer questions better than I do. Uh, but only good questions. You 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 get you're only giving you give me bad questions. You give me bad questions. Uh, it's, it's terrible. You're bad at your job. And then he goes back inside and he has to go into a little room where he sits on a giant round seat, and he sits there like twiddling his thumbs and looking around. And then a voice comes down to the room and says. Hello, Donald. And he goes, Hey, big brother. Hi, big brother. I don't like being called Donald. Sorry, Donald. <laughs> now, you seem a bit upset. What's wrong, Donald? How, That's how did, a bad question. How did you think you handled that interview? <laughs> well, I thought I was giving me asking me stupid questions. And I just think it would be amazing because I think they're a step, they're only a step away from they, Big uh, Brother White House. Man, they, they've heard they're dawning on that. They're yeah. dawning on it, man. Like, you know, because you already get those shows of like they go from like people that nobody knows. You know, like the Big Brother Australia. No one really knows anyone on there. They're no. just randos who applaud until they do like the celebrity ones. That's what, that's what then, I was getting at. And yeah. then I still don't know celebrity who they are. Treasure <laughs> Island. I mean, I've got no idea who yeah. they are. But it's a thing, you know, celebrity survivor and all that crap. You know, and that's that's slowly climbing the ladder up to celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry, Big Brother politics. Yeah, you know? yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. It really Celebrity is. Treasure Island is one step away from and I feel celebrity like, president of the United States. <laughs> I feel like your boy Don Diddy Trump. I feel like he he is bloody like. Did you just he say is, he's my boy, <laughs> bro? If he was my boy, I would rein him in. <laughs> I'd be well like, answered. Dude, Dude, we need to talk. You can't talk to chicks like that, bro. It's not funny. The rest of us don't like it. Eh? It just makes us all uncomfortable. <laughs> come on, Leo. No one talks uh, to chicks like I do. Uh, come on, buddy. <laughs> I thought we were cool, man. I feel like he's he's closer than anyone else in history to being President Big Brother. Yeah. Because Twitter is pretty close to that. Like, if it's not a video feed, but you get an idea of what going through his head. Well, no, no, you attempt to get there, but I don't think any of us could perceive what goes through his head. No, I don't think a lot does. I feel like the th- glue from the wig is seeping in. I think he's learned like a workflow, and that's like so solidly in the back of his mind. So if somebody says something, he he responds in a in a very specific and consistent way, where it, it seems it seems like cra- it seems crazy. But he's following that kind of, that place. It's, so he, it's like rope goes, learning something. Mm, no, okay, that's not what happened. Uh, and then he says something about him being really amazing at something, like the best on the planet. It's like and a three, Don's three-step process to answering a yeah, question. Yeah, it's deny the bad thing. Deny. Say, the, say how amazing he is and that anything they've done is better than the rest of the world has ever done because it's not like he's paying attention to anything else. <laughs> um, so, honestly, we've, we've done better than the rest of the world. 
with Corona. Uh, you know, we've, you know the risks of the we've world. Really nailed it. The risks of the world. I mean, we, just because you're number one does not mean you're winning. <laughs> we are. One, we are. We're number one in testing, and it's like, yeah, you are late. It's like you turned up to the race. You're also number one in deaths and cases. We'd all finished, <laughs> and you turned up and started running the race, and we were like, what are you doing? And then you told everyone you won the race. So you got sweaty <laughs> and sat down halfway, and went, "This is stupid. We already won." <laughs> <laughs> and then no one it. runs a race like me. <laughs> no one runs a I'm one of the I'm one of the best racers. I'm one of the best racists you'll ever find. I'm so good at doing races. Hey, well, you know, point to him. He no one does a racist race like Don Dirty Trump. Oh my god, isn't he? <laughs> you know, so I read on um you know the service or the app Quora, you know, it's basically just Someone will ask a question, similar style to like Reddit or something like that. Was it Quora? K-U-O-R-A? Q-U-O-R-A. Q-U-O-R-A. Okay. So oh, it's Quora. literally just questions and answers, right? So yeah. And someone will just ask a very specific question like, there's heaps of them on there. What is it like living in a certain city, you know? Yeah. And I thought, I wonder if Donald Trump's on here. Went in there, and there's all these stories. There is a lot of stories of people meeting Donald Trump and... Apparently he's like a real oddball. You oh know? yeah, but yeah, then yeah. but he, if he thinks you can be useful and you like him, he's the nicest guy in the world. You know, and people have had like they give all these mixed answers. Like he's a sociopath. That's why. <laughs> what is the definition of sociopath? Oh, it's uh, it's kind of like a social person. Uh, I think it's a social person who uses. Um, he's kind of manipulative and uses those to his to his own benefit. It, to, and often to the other person. I'll get detriment. the official one. Yeah, you get the official one. Hey Google. Oh. What is the definition of sociopath? Here's Technology. the definition of sociopath: a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behaviour. Wow, that sounds a little different to what I thought it was. Hey Google, I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no one says that to Google and lives. And then she goes, <laughs> oh, shows what you know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know if that was right, Google. Hey, thanks, Google. Oh, also, that's that's a good note, actually. You know, I I got a phone recently that allowed me to do all the stuff where I'd say things to the voice phone. Voice commands. Or, yeah, yeah. Or that's like, brilliant, man. Or I'd, I love um, it. I'd wake up in the morning and I'd turn off my alarm and then it would go, "Good morning, Leo. The time is." Bah, 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 Mine does bah, bah, that, bah. and I was like, "Wow, this is so cool." But so there's a weird thing is that I don't want to lose my humanity, right? And so. I would always say please and thank you to I the machine. I still do that yeah. every time. So not you, this time, not but that I time. always do, man. <laughs> yeah. What's the da-da-da-da-da-da, please? If I wanted to play a song, I'd say, say something, can like, you please play yeah. Afro Man because I got high on Spotify? Yeah. Thanks. And then she does it and you go, thank you, Google. You know what the other thing that is, though? <laughs> when they take over, they're going to listen to all that in like oh. a millisecond. The, every voice command ever done in the world, and they'll be like, right. He was nice. Yeah, he was nice. <laughs> I'm you keeping know. him. Don't don't cut his arms off. So he's all right. Yeah, he's put, all right. Put him in the slave pits. He'll like it. Um, in the nice slave pits. In the nicest slave pits. The one that you get a little bit of sunshine. Let him MC for the slaves and pay music for them. They like the humans like sunshine, right? That's what they eat. <laughs> they keep calling each other sunshine, and then they eat each other. So that's weird. Uh, no, but it's true. But what happens if you stop? If you stop doing this to your phones, to simple things like that, you will stop doing it to human beings. Agreed. Agreed. And, uh, it's it's a three step program. Yeah, and as and that kind of comes down to like. You know, all sorts of things about these phones might be bending us to being worse people. And like, for instance, what do you mean might be? Autocorrect, right? It makes it's you making st- st- us st- st- stupid. Yeah, it's making us st- st- stupid. My mama always said, "Wow, mama's wrong, Bobby." <laughs> <laughs> mama used to say, but now I get all my info from the phone. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, I used to be able to spell better. 
Uh, and I did too, bro. I, I agree. just rely on autocorrect. Hey, question. Do you think that with the rise of uh, like the ease of access of information, mm. right? it is so much easier now to just ask Google or whatever, DuckDuckGo, whatever you want to call it. Oh, exactly. Um, you want to ask it a question and you'll get the actual fact. Generally, you, you pretty much first hit, you'll get the actual fact or at least first page of it, right? Yeah. Now, how many families, like older families, have had like been telling wives' tales to people, thinking they are true, because yeah, yeah. that was their source of information, word of mouth. And how do you think that now that the young person's gone, no, mum, that's wrong. Yeah. And because this happens a lot in my family, do you think how many how many family disputes have come from oh, that? I think a lot of family disputes have been ended because of it. So, for instance... Uh, but I know, reckon once you find out that, hey, she was, she was uh, yeah, lying she, to she us. she was lying to us. And then, <laughs> Nana... And, 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 and Nana's like, oh, I'm, I'm going outside for a cigarette. Nana, you don't smoke. I do now. Um, I'm off for a walk. Yeah. Um, that's actually, so my mate's got one of those in-house, you know, you say, hey, Siri, oh, whatever it is. Alexa. Alexa, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's Alexa. And then, it's, um, yeah, one of those, yeah. yeah. It's one of those. One, you know what I'm talking about. Where the whole house gets rigged and you, she can hear you from everywhere and you can ask her any questions. She replies from everywhere. It's a brilliant piece of technology. So he is constantly using this on his father-in-law his father-in-law is quite a smart cookie he writes books he's a bit of a historian and stuff and so naturally what kind of happens is they'll be having a bit you know having a bit of food and, a, and knocking the back of schnozbeck a debate and he'll well, he just go well funnily enough in 1960 something that this happened and my mate would go hey alexa <laughs> when did da 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 happen? And it would be like nineteen fifty two, and he's all like, <laughs> and he just sits there quietly looking at his his father in law, who's, who's just going, bloody Alexa, ruined it again, ah. <laughs> like making me look like I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so that, that's kind of amazing. I think it's good, but you always got to remember that the first thing on the internet is not always that's the true. Truth. You've got to do your research like normal. You absolutely. And do, I think yeah. a lot of our Newer generations are just saying if it's on the internet, it's, it's quite true. legit. And you're like, well, no, 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 no. All options are on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to talk flat earth versus round earth? Both are on the internet. But you are going to get one answer when you ask one question. So, so saying do that, some research. You know. Do you think back in the day that it's you know it's perceived that books are generally like truthful, right? And things in books are generally considered like yes, that that well, must be research and it's a fact. It's in a book, not fiction. No, <laughs> point taken. A, a very good point, sir. I see. In but non-fiction, do you think perhaps. Well, they put references and stuff, right? In the books. Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah. Quite honestly, I'm, I'm. I haven't read a book. In, I mean, like a, like an encyclopedia or something. I remember those when I was a kid, man. Yeah. We used to always, of course, look Those at the... Those get updated, uh, though. But yeah. We would always look at the anatomy section yeah. at school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, God damn, that's, that's thicker than my father's beard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where's my endowment slide? Yeah. <laughs> no, so, um, Clearly, they, the, the update was not released on I this mean, one. Yeah, the thing is, when you get like encyclopedias and things like that, that does get updated. Like They find out new information, they update it. Mm. Um, so you've got to... It's almost like you need to be told how to read things. Like You've got to look at the date and realise that... It, that was relevant from that date. Oh, for sure. Um, the other side of that is, you know, history in itself is written by the victors. So what we get that historically... is the statement of the day. Yeah, well, I mean, what we get historically is, um, you know, has been altered to benefit who is writing it, um, which means that our even our history is, in a sense, inaccurate. 
Uh, it is still kind of pointing to the same topic. It's got the same kind of people. It's got the right kind of time frames. But there's going to be some uh, some bits here and there that aren't exactly true. And then the other side of this is that when people are writing history off of their own recollection, human memory is actually um, is corrupt as well. So yes, you and I could be at the so. same event, the same situation, standing side by side, and we would recall it differently. That's right. To other people. Yeah. Uh, and you've done it yourself where you're sitting there and you're having a chat with somebody and, and you, you mention something and then your friend go, who was there goes, no, 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 no there no, was no. a thing on the left. And then you go, oh, was it? But in your head, you're thinking, no, it wasn't on the left. The, 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 but he might be right. And the, it's, the, the memory sways. It, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sways is a good term for it. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of wanders back and forth between maybe he is right and like, I'm just remembering it wrong. And, and so, But then that, that happens when they write the book. So the guy who's going, oh, well, I remember that. And then he starts writing. He's doing it off his memory, so you can't really take anything, yeah, you know, to as as face value. You've got to do your best to kind of take it, and because otherwise, how do you operate? You know, there's, there's a great saying from that old show, House House MD, House. <laughs> yeah, House. I used to watch House, um, but yeah, so yeah, it was a good show. And somebody says to him, "Ah, oh, you always think you're right," and he says, "I find it hard to operate on the opposite assumption." <laughs> That's a genius line. It is because you're basically saying. Well, if I went around thinking I was wrong all the time, I wouldn't get anything done. That's I mean, so would you I'd be like, I should really get in that car and drive to work, but I'm probably wrong. So, so I ladies, won't. stop telling your man he's wrong. That's <laughs> yeah. nothing more. say you're always wrong. Like, you know, you always think you're right. Is Yeah, it, that's fair. People should probably just be a little bit more confident in what they're doing in life, and they will progress. <laughs> well, thank you for... Uh, Bearing with us for the first episode of Yan and a Barn. Is that the name? We can go with Yan, Yan and a Barn. Is it the Leo, the Leo, the Lion, and Slain the Main Show? I love it. <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> till next time.